what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the stew on this podcast and right now as you were hearing my voice you were probably saying dude sue where the heck have you been where has this podcast been and you know what you're you're right i'm my bad i apologize profusely for uh, my lack of consistency with this podcast but all for good reasons uh you know my wife and i we have a podcast that we do together that uh is called uh it used to be called life and rhythm and it's now called keeping hope and her and i we have revamped that one and we've been putting a lot of focus and attention to that and on top of that as well i'm in the middle of a new project that's going to be launching soon in the previous episode of this podcast uh you heard my interview with michael usabenis also known as pastor goose with cornerstone vr and as you probably know i am the virtual reality campus pastor for lakeland the church that i work at here in uh, wisconsin and uh, we have just seen a growing number of interests uh, with churches into the metaverse and so i really felt this stirring from the lord that said hey get some more information out there so i reached out to goose one day and i said hey if we started a podcast on metaverse church what would you think about that and he was like dude i'm all done let's go so uh, we've been working towards that a little bit too so there's been some distractions you know there's a movie out there called trouble with the curve and life loves to throw curveballs every now and then and it turns out i might have a little trouble with the curve so what does that mean? Just means I need to get into the batting cages and just get a lot better at all of that. But look, I'm thankful for faithful listeners, those of you who have stuck around all this time, that uh, you still have me subscribed to your podcast playlist. And uh, currently, right now, you're hearing my voice uh, just speak to you. So thank you so much for that consistency. I promise you I will be bringing some consistency in myself with this podcast. And uh, even with that being said, you know, my my vision for 2022 was I was going to uh, record 12 podcasts within the year 2022. So that was at least one a month. And uh, as I move forward with this podcast, um, I think I'm going to try to up the game a little bit. And I think what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to get to weekly podcasts coming your way so hey if uh, this is a blessing to you at all that being said i would say be sure to uh subscribe to this podcast share it with others if it's a blessing to you um and rate it because when you do those things the audience grows and uh, if i'm bringing some hope into your life it might just be uh it might just be possible that i'm bringing hope into other people's lives as well so excited to be back at this excited for this podcast hopefully you are too um so we're gonna go ahead and dive into this episode so the question that i want to ask you right off the bat is what are you known for what are you known for um you know, we, we worry so much about different things in life. You know, we worry about finances. Am I making enough? Will I cover the bills? Uh, what happens if accidents happen? You know, do I have the money in the bank in order to cover for health issues, car accidents, car you know maintenance, all that kind of stuff, house maintenance? Uh, we worry about political climate. You know, here in the U.S., we just got done with our midterm elections, and you know, some uh, some people are feeling really good about it. Some people are feeling really bad about it. But you know, it leaves area for worry and for some concern for folks. Um, we worry about our health, man. You know, am I staying healthy? Am I healthy at all? Uh, if you're anything like me, if you don't feel like there's anything wrong with you, you just don't do any like 
yearly doctor checkups or anything like that. Um, but we do. We worry about our health. Are, are we, you know, like I said, are we feeling good? Do we feel like anything's off? And we put so much focus and attention on how we feel we look, how we look, how we feel, all those kinds of things. So there's just a lot that we worry about. And um, the the research shows that anxiety for people, man, is still just on the rise. It is. Uh, singlecare.com posted their 2020 results, and they found, again, this is 2020, so you're talking about COVID, all that kind of good stuff, uh, political tension there, too. So that 62% of people reported experiencing anxiety. Uh, they also said that an estimated 31% of all adults experience an anxiety disorder at some point in time in their life. Um, so anxiety is still on the rise, and it continues to be on the rise with mental disorders as well, including anxiety. And in this report from the World Health Organization, anxiety grew or, uh, grew by 50% from 1990 to 2013. Again, that's from the World Health Organization, and that's 1990 to 2013. So you're talking about an older statistic at that point, which, again, let's call it for what it is. You look at uh, COVID season, you look at political unrest, you look at inflation that we're dealing with now, it easily uh, it's safe to say that anxiety is still on the rise in our world today, and you might just be feeling uh, the result of that even within your own life. So... I went off on this search to figure out what are like the top stressors in people's life. What what is it that we're all worrying about? And uh, one caught my attention. Uh, it was number five on the list of what I was researching, and it was we worry about what others think about us. And uh, you might be able to relate with that. And so what I did was I took that result and I wanted to see what were some of the ones before that number five stressor. And this is what I found. Um, so health was one that beat out how others view us. So we worry about being in shape, how we look, how we feel, all the stuff that we talked about earlier. Um, another one that beat out that number five result of how people view us or what people think about us was money. Uh, money leads to divorce. It leads to suicide. It leads to family tensions. We do worry about, man, am I making enough money that's going to meet the needs all the way through the month that we find ourselves in? Is it going to pay the bills? Um, again, we talked about those accidents, you know, uh, ha Halloween night. Uh, I got home and uh, I had a meeting uh, later on that, that night at 8 p.m. And uh, my wife was telling me that my daughter, uh, Micah, was complaining about her ear hurting. And, uh, you know... She's a toddler. Kids get sick. This is a, an off and on thing with that toddler stage. And ultimately, we ended up going to uh, the urgent care, Micah and I did, and we got to spend a good four hours sitting there in the uh, examining room. And <laughs> the one of the uh, nurse practitioners, finance people came walking in. And she's like, hey, we just want to do a quick rundown, uh, make sure that your insurance and all that is up to date. We have all of your accurate information. And she got to the point where she says, um, so you do have a copay with this visit, and uh, do you want to pay that now, or do you want us to bill you? And my naiveness was just thinking, oh, it's a copay. We've got insurance, so the copay's got to be like, what, $25, $35? So I just quickly blurted out, um, yeah, you know, just pay for it now. It's fine. And I was ready to hand over uh, my debit card in order to pay for that visit, and she just kind of stops, and she 
was kind of taken back my by my answer and i was kind of taken back by her <laughs> being taken back and she says really because most people just want us to build them and she says the copay is five hundred dollars so i was like five hundred dollars you know what yeah just bill us well we'll address this when uh we have a chance to take a look at our checkbook but stuff comes up you know so people are worrying about money all the time and along with that one of the other top stressors in people's lives is work and we we have seen the result of that uh from 2020 moving on uh i have heard the term the great resignation people are leaving their jobs left and right to go pursue something different maybe something that they feel called to do something that they've always been passionate about they just don't like where they're at anymore um, and that's even where some of the stress comes in with work they're working places that they just hate being at and they've always just gone in to again receive that paycheck to make sure that all their bills are paid um in and so they're working to meet deadlines they're uh you got people out there who are stressing over can they even find a job at this point um and they're just feeling like they're not value or maybe they're not even good at their job so all these things are just piling on top of each other as big stressors that people are facing today and as i was looking at what some of those answers were uh, some of those uh, stressors were before that number five one of being worried about what people think about you. I was looking at those like like work and money and health, and I was just thinking, man, at the at the deep at the deep level of this, does it all really revolve around the idea of what people are thinking about us? Because we work so hard to get the corner office or the pay raise in order to cover the stuff that we want in our lives like the toys the cars the boat the rvs the new fashion trend uh, the bigger house whatever it is what have you and we also use that same money in order to pay for uh fitness goals fitness and health like we'll use the money that we're working so hard for at the job that we don't even like uh in order to buy into the latest fitness trends or the diet plans or whatever and a lot of that has to do because we one we want to feel good and we want to we want to like the way we uh, we like we want to like the person that we see in the mirror we want to feel good about ourselves we want to feel healthy and a lot of it has to do with man am i comfortable with what i see in the mirror to the point that does what i see in the mirror does that look attractive and appealing to the other people around us it's this constant game of like just wanting to please people and i really think that that desire and that worrying and that stress of that is making people more unhealthy and making us more stressed out about our work and making us more stressed out about what is going on with our finances so I would argue all that to say that the probably the number one stressor in all of our lives is actually more has more to do with we're worrying about so much what other people think about us and it's just really weighing heavy on us. So that's why I asked that question to begin with. Like, what are you known for? Like if you were to sit down and write out a list of the things that people that you think people know you for, um, what would it be? What would make that list? And so I would even encourage you do that as a practice. Sit down, write down. Um, I believe I am known for X, Y, Z, fill in the blanks. And then I would even encourage you to take that to somebody that you trust, whether that's your spouse or a really close friend, a mentor or whatever, and sit there and throw it down in front of them and say, hey, these are what I think I'm known for. Would you agree with this? Does it match up to what you see and know of me? Again, it's not to uh, 
please the people around you, but it's just more of, uh, okay, so this is what I think I'm known for. Do I match up to that? But I came across an interesting quote from Winston Churchill that I thought would be fun to share with you, especially, uh, you know, regarding this conversation. But Winston Churchill once said that in our 20s, we, we worry what everyone thinks about us. Um, and in our 40s, we actually stop caring about what everyone thinks about us. And then he says, but in our 60s, that's when we realized that nobody was ever thinking about us in the first place. So we spend the good majority of our lives so worried about what it is that other people think about us that leads to, man, I don't care what you think about me. I'm just going to do me. Um, and then you find out later on at the tail end of your life, you're like, what was I so stressed out about that for? Anyways, nobody's even thinking about me. And I think in a social media world right now, I think that we probably carry that even more so. Like it would be super interesting for Winston Churchill to have lived during the social media age just to see how this quote would have even lived out during um, him living out during this time. But if it's true that people don't think of us nearly as much as we worry that they do, um, my question is, how should that change our approach? How should that change your approach to life? Because if we're working so hard to impress people that aren't even thinking about us, um, should we change our approach to life? Um, and I would argue that we should. In fact, what I would strongly argue and a challenge that I would give you is, if we're working so hard to impress people that aren't thinking about you, what if you shift that focus to work really hard to impress the one person that is thinking about you all the time. And I'm talking about God. God is, you are on the forefront of God's mind every day, every hour, every second of that day. Uh, in fact, you were on the forefront of his mind before you were even thought of and before he even laid the foundations of this world. So if you are going to work so hard to impress somebody, shouldn't it be the person that is giving to a second thought about you? Who, who, who says you are the most important thing in his life. Um, and yeah, right? You should. That seems like a duh response, a duh answer. Um, but I was reading in First Thessalonians last week, and I came across an area of scripture where in there where it just it revealed to me what it looks like to be the type of person that is what I call living for the audience of one, not living to please the people around us, but living to please and glorify God. And again, it's in First Thessalonians, and Paul's writing this letter about the church in Thessalonica. And he says this in uh, verse 2 and 3. He says, We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As we pray to our God and Father about you, he says, We think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope that you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those three characteristics right there, I believe, are the three characteristics that display an individual who is seeking to glorify God and who is more concerned about what God thinks of them than what the world thinks of them. And again, those three things are uh, faithful work, loving deeds, and enduring hope. And, and, and I think the reason why that stands out to me is because we work so hard Many of us, we work so hard uh, at our jobs in order to please our boss so we can get the corner office, the pay raise and whatnot. But what would happen if you were working so hard at what you do because you see the job that you have as a gift from God and an opportunity to advance his kingdom and the lives of the people that he has put before you? You see it as a mission field. Man, I, I just think that that's, that kind of mentality leads to a 
faithful worker mentality. You just see the opportunity before you every single day, and you want to put God on display in the work that you do. Again, not to achieve the corner office, but to show off like, dude, my God is the God of excellence, so I'm going to be excellent in the faithful work that I'm doing. And I think that pours out and it reveals itself even in the loving deeds. The way that we care for not only the people that we that we do care about, like our family and our friends, but for the world as a whole. In a very divided time that we are living in, for loving deeds to come like overflowing out of you because that's the, the heartbeat of God. Man, that would be such an amazing thing to be known for. And I, and I hope you agree with that. I hope that makes sense to you that uh, to be known for somebody who is so loving that the good work that that, that you do, that I do, that wh- whoever does um, is just a blessing to the other people around you, us, them, um, because it is. It is the heartbeat of God. Love God, love others. Like that was the main goal and focus. Um, and then the enduring hope. With so much darkness and brokenness in our world today, I think we just look different as followers of Jesus when we're living for the audience of one because we carry a hope. Like we know that this life that we're living in, as messy as it is, this isn't our final destination, that we actually have something more that we're working towards that we're living for. And because we have this hope that is this eternity with Jesus in heaven, that we strive for that thing. That even when things are messy here in this reality that we live in, like we don't get bogged down by this because we have something more that we're hoping in. And we want, we should want to drag along people with us, um, not by like any kind of forceful way, but more of we just, we just look different and we live different because we have this hope that most people don't have that they want to come along with us as well. So I was reading that in First Thessalonians. I was like, dude, what an amazing three-point characteristic uh, concept of what it looks like to be a person who is living for the audience of one, who is living to please God and nobody else in the process. I was like, man, I just want to live out those three characteristics. And, and that's kind of been a prayer of mine lately that I would be that kind of person, that in everything that I do, what is on display as I work to bring glory to God is that I would be a person who um, people think of as somebody who is a faithful worker, who uh, is very loving in all that I do, and I'm constantly displaying hope in everything. So imagine with me, uh, if you will, imagine what life would look like for you if that's what you were striving to do with your life. If, If you were striving to just please God above anybody else if you're living for the applause and approval of god versus the plot the applause and approval of man what stressors would you not have in your life of those uh top answers of work and money and health and trying to please other people what are those things would go away if you were just trying to live to please god living for the audience of one and more importantly imagine if you did that how it impact the lives of people around you. Really, what Paul points out there about the church in Thessalonica was so inspiring to me, and I hope that it is also inspiring to you. I would encourage you 
um, once you're done listening to this, when you have the opportunity, uh, go grab your Bibles and spend some time just reading about the church in Thessalonica. They got some stuff. They got their messiness that they're dealing with that Paul calls out for sure. Um, because we are all broken, messed up, jacked up people. And once we realize that, then we are really left with no choice, but look to the one who can put us back together. And that is God. So they got their issues, but I would say also look at the fact that they were people, um, who just by the way that they were living their lives to please God were making waves for the kingdom and they were advancing the kingdom in a mighty way during that time. So go check that out, read it. Um, imagine this week just living for God and no one else and get back with me. Tell me how that worked out for you and I'll share with you how it's working out for me as well. But Man, I hope that this episode is a blessing to you. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be trying my hardest to be back with, at you again next week with a brand new episode. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. Share it with others if this was a blessing to you. And we'll help get uh, some more hope out to people through the podcast world. So have a great week. Be blessed. And I will catch you next time on the Stew on This podcast. Thank you for listening to the Stew on This podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for future episodes. Thank you again for listening and God bless.